Welcome to the Cosnetic Podcast. This podcast amplifies the topics you want to hear about. Cosnetic means being a personal thing that gives rise to something that is dynamic or energizing. Globally minded and locally focused. I'm Keith Benson. And I'm Rodrigo Ross. And today we're talking about volunteering. Is that your time is our treasure. Right. So working with a nonprofit like the the idea the role the need for volunteers uh is is incredible like it is the backbone of of getting work done in a nonprofit yeah i mean so when you uh i think about uh man it's going over the years that i volunteered as a soccer coach and the value that i brought to my players did y'all win well uh, Okay. okay. Never mind. I retract the question. I, clearly, it was. It, yeah, yeah, retract retract the question okay, on that. But, but my value. Uh, I, did you have value if y'all didn't win? Well, my time. <laughs> oh. How your about time. my time? Well, my your time. time is, my time. Your time was valuable. was valuable. Yeah, I, my I skill set, what I had to offer. Okay, that might be well, a little questionable. I think we should poll the kids. I would say that the kids would probably say my time was was good. You coached them. E- on what to say, clearly not in soccer, but on what to say. Okay, so let's get back to the topic okay, ahead of volunteering. Okay, yeah. You know, volunteers are very important. So when you talk about nonprofit organizations, the volunteers are the backbone to make it happen. Absolutely. So, you know, the the thing that um, I, I love about volunteering as it relates to this whole idea of philanthropy, right? So nonprofits rely heavily on philanthropic efforts, but many people think of philanthropy as just money. But according to Webster's Dictionary, philanthropy is an act or a gift made for humanitarian purposes. So, you know, when you're talking about volunteering, especially in cash-strapped neighborhoods, I think it's really important that we reframe the narrative so people understand, yes, volunteering is just as helpful and as important as making a monetary gift. So in talking and reading some stats, the Office of National Statistics says that in 2014, Mm -hmm. based on around $2 billion volunteer hours. Wow. That total, that worth was $23 billion. $23 billion. And so how does a nonprofit operate if they don't have volunteers? They don't. Not well. You can't. And you got to have, you know, volunteers. Number one, you got to have them in meaningful work. Right. It has to be a win win for both of you. They they have to be doing what they love, what they feel passionate about and what they feel like they're moving the needle on. But you also have to be getting some stuff done. I mean, in many cases, unfortunately, sometimes in an effort to appease volunteers, it makes more work (laughs) for the staff people uh, at the nonprofit. So as a nonprofit leader, you have to be able to take your volunteers and put them in the place that they can be successful right, at. Right. And you got to be able to have a plan. So many times that what we'll do is that we'll plan a whole event and say, hey, volunteers, come the day of and do this. And you get these volunteers that are not as engaged. Yeah. So, like, we got to back up and put the volunteers in the planning In seat. the whole process. And absolutely. Like, even if you just told them, hey, this is what success looks like, can you guys make this happen and get out of the way? Because um, I'm I'm assuming that you're going to recruit the best volunteers to be able to, to do and yeah. not somebody who can't do a particular skill set. And right. so it's like people want to give their time. We already sh- we already see the value in that when right. you put a dollar amount to it. I believe that
that um, comes out to like fourteen, fifteen dollars an hour, right. and probably more depending on you know the skill set of the particular volunteer. And you know, for some volunteers, that that's key. So you know, my experience has been that we have lots of people who engage uh, with a branch who don't necessarily have the means to give you mm-hmm. money, but they will give you lots and lots of their time. But right. when we do recognitions, you know, we always do recognitions from the monetary base. But the reality is, if we're talking about a fourteen to fifteen dollar an hour, you know, um, rate value for volunteer mm-hmm. hours, that means that that person who probably would have been working or hustling up some money or some resources for their family just decided not to do that, not to make that money, not to do that thing, and give you that time and help, you know, um, make that why better, make that community better, and and that says a lot. Yeah, and so I mean, there's benefits to volunteering also, mm-hmm. and so. I mean, people do it for different reasons. One, for enjoyment. Like, I want to be able to do something on my own time that that I truly enjoy. Some people, you know, selfishly do it for self-esteem. You know, they need a little something to, you know, get patted on the back. Mm -hmm. Hey, you know. Mm -hmm. But then it's also this personal development space also. And so, man, I don't have you know, the work experience in a particular area. So let me go and volunteer in a space so I can develop this, great way to this get certain skill set. And so especially when we talk about if you are transitioning from a career, that may be one window. Mm-hmm. If you're coming fresh out of college and you need some different experience, mm-hmm. but people do value that uh, volunteer experience. Because the that skill they may set have. is the yeah. skill set. And some people are voluntold. Like I get lots of my volunteers that way. Yeah. I just voluntold yeah. Hey, you. Yeah, you come hey, would you mind helping me out? I got Oh, you say, would you mind? Yeah. That's nice. Oh. I don't. mm -mm. No. No. Mm, Wow. And so, well, I guess for those who want to come and volunteer to help reduce their stress level, maybe not so much with you? Um, Well, it. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. But some people do volunteer just so they can reduce stress. They're tired of the space that they're in. So let me come in here and do something that I feel good about so that I can reduce my stress. Well, eventually we'll get there. And I'm going to always be funny. And I'm going to always have on cute shoes. So, I mean, it's a win. Funny and cute shoes. Yes. Hmm. It's a win. Everybody loves that. Yeah, but your shoe shoe game is is okay. Uh, Okay. Yeah. And then you're funny. Are you serious right now? Did you just say my shoe game is okay? Yeah. The levels of shade right now. Yeah. But we need volunteers to be successful. So when we talk about developing our our boards, and so yeah. we need this this mindset, this uh, very um, strategic mindset of how we're going to provide direction for our particular organization. So that's one level right there. Yeah. But then for the YMCA, when we look at our youth sports, our youth sports program would not be able to operate if Absolutely it was not, not for volunteers. Between the coaches, the team moms, the, the refs in some instances, um, um, all kinds of people just out there lending a hand because, you know, we definitely want the kids to build skills in that sport. But what we're really teaching them is core values and mm-hmm. sportsmanship and just helping them navigate um, through life situations. And we need folks to to help us with that. And one of the things that we're implementing right now is uh, character development. I mean, we always kind of had these core values of caring, honest, respect and responsibility. Mm-hmm. But now we're looking at these practice areas. So we have five practice areas that we're implementing into our programs 
And it is led by the concept of making sure that these adults mm. role model the behavior of character development that we want seen. And so our practice areas are personal development, relationship building, responsibility, empathy, emotional management, and all of those things. We're saying that adults, you have to be able to model these different things. And so how are you developing that, that how are you developing yourself so that that, that individual that you may be coaching on the soccer or on the basketball court. Mm-hmm. Um, when you talk about, you know, relationship building, again, how are you working with the parents? Are the kids seeing that you're working with the parents in such a way? And then, you know, hey, for your parents, sidebar here, <laughs> you, <laughs> you got to be able to help the coach also, okay? Well, with some cases, you, this is from your coach lens. No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say if you talk to, I just finished coaching the soccer team. The losing soccer team that we talked about earlier. Hey, but I tell you what, I bet you I got more love from the parents and the kids. Well, I'm sure they did. They felt sorry for you because y'all kept losing. It's Uh, sweet, though. You tried. And the YMCA is all about everybody wins, folks. Well, and you definitely made the best use of that. And why, as I said, the empathy is one of our our, uh, character development behaviors here. Mm -hmm. We're going to show that as we have this conversation as well. good job coaching, Keith. Those kids loved losing with you every week. It was great. Yeah. And so our volunteers are valuable to us, and we want to make sure that uh, they uh, have success. We have the character development. Uh, like I said, process set up and involved in our team programs and our youth sports programs, our school aid services program. We want to make sure that people that come on board and as we talk about volunteering, you know, there's this whole safety part as well. And so one of the things that the YMCA does is that we make sure that we background check all of our volunteers. Even policy volunteers. Absolutely. So so if you're serving on the board, if you're serving in youth sports, um, in our youth programs, we do a back. helping folks towels, if you're answering the phones at our welcome centers, everyone uh, in our facility. Because we want to make sure that our young people are safe that is involved in any of our programs. You know, the other thing I would say about volunteering, at least for me, volunteering allows me to get involved outside of what I do every day, right? So mm-hmm. when I when I look to volunteer somewhere, it is definitely in a space that I, I don't I don't want to be the leader. I don't want to be in charge. I don't want I want to do something different. Um, um, that just kind of helps me feel multidimensional. So lots of our volunteers, especially on my board, they may by trade be in one occupation, but they may sit and contribute to that board in a, in a totally different space. So, for instance, I have a lawyer who's on my board, but his his greatest contribution is in all stuff facilities. Like he loves to come in and help clean up and he helps paint and he'll do gardening and he'll help advocate to raise money, you know, to get new furniture. Like the last thing he wants to do when he comes to us is more law stuff. Yeah, I volunteer at my church and uh, for a hobby, I do photography and that's what I do. And, and like my pastor asked me, well, how come you don't lead a small group? Like, mm-hmm. I don't, don't want to be a that. leader. Yeah. And here's what is my skill set. Here's yeah. a skill set that I have that I'm trying to grow. And that's what like I enjoy. And so I give my time in, in that way right there. Yeah. You know, many of you all who are listening to us uh, today, you may want to volunteer also. I will tell you that you can go to www.ymca.org. Dallas.org and uh, take a look at the different opportunities that are on our website to be able to volunteer. And as always, thank you for listening to Cosmetic. Well, we uh, where our conversations are global. Global? No. 
Glocal. Glocal. Oh, globally minded and locally focused. Check us out at ymcadallas.org backslash causedinetic. And as always, stay dynamic. Stay energized. Stay causedinetic. Stay cosmetic.